number nine, 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 number nine. Welcome to Survivor Cast, 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 Cast. International. I'm Cody. I'm uh, Jackie. And today in the pod, we're talking Survivor South Africa, Immunity Island, number nine? Number nine? Number episode, nine? Episode number nine? Episode nine? Nine? Jappies? Uh, uh, nine, Sue? <laughs> trying to, I don't know. I'm trying to work the, the cast. Number nine. <laughs> um, Aim nine? San 90? San Tony? Um, Santo nine? That's nine? how you do San Tony. Santo nine. Santo nine. Nine, nine co <laughs> for Nico. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nison? Nineson? <laughs> um... Ray Niner? Ray Niner? Ray Niner? Ray Niner? Ray Niner. Who won immunity last week? Um, I can't. I'm just blanking on his name. I don't remember. Oh, Kieran. Kieran. Kier nine? K nine? Kieran? Kieran nine? Nyrin? Nyron. 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 Number nine. All right. We're talking Survivor South Africa number nine. Sean nine? Shine? Shine. 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 No, 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 no. Cheyenne. Shine. Cheyenne. Yeah. Sean just becomes Cheyenne. Did you do Tyson? Yeah. Nineson. Nineson. Number nineson? Ninella? 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 Smash, snish, snine. It's no, better with Ninella. Ninella, yeah, Ninella's I, good. Are we forgetting anything? Warda, Ninda. We're definitely forgetting people. There's eleven people still in game. Nine, eleven people. <laughs> no, no, nine. Oh no! Why am I laughing? Eleven. Why was I laughing about nine, that? Pod of the dog. Eleven. Dog of the pod. Yeah, if you'd like to see this week's pod of the dog, dog of the pod, dog of the pod, we're gonna weekly feature a new dog that we're dog sitting. This week it's Ginger, the collie. Go check out our social medias to see some pics of Ginger. Hashtag dog of the pod. She's real cute. She's a big baby. She's a big sweetheart. She's just a big baby. She likes to cuddle. If um, she does like to cuddle. Who's the, who's the ginger of this season of Survivor South mm. Africa? Who's the most like skittish, lovable, but Eager. timid? Yeah. Um, Rainier? I don't know. I don't know about that. Santoni? Mm. You know? I can't tell if it's a compliment or not. I mean, we love ginger. Ginger's like our favorite dog. We do love ginger. Dino? Was it Dino? Maybe Dino. Was Dino, Dino was, was ginger. ginger. Dino was ginger. Yeah, ginger, you got voted off. And now Dino and ginger have both gone to doggy slash survivor D9? heaven. D9? <laughs> D9. He sounds like a rapper. He didn't make it to D9. Nindo? Oh. I like Nindo. Mm. Or Nino? Nino. They all sound like robot or rapper <laughs> names. D9 and Nino. D9 Nino. D9 Nino. Hashtag D9 Nino. That's the one. That's it. <laughs> Number Nino. Okay. And then before we get going, I just, I know this is our South Africa episode. So to put the call out here is a little crazy. What? But I am going to do it. No. Yes. Okay. It's happening because we don't. It's not just people in South Africa listening we're, to this. We're lighting the torch. We're putting the Survivor Cast beacon into the sky. The signal's been lit. Oh, we oh we oh we oh we are like, calling you. We have like a big, a big horn that we blow, and it goes. <laughs> and like Santoni can like hear it. Like Tyson like wakes up in bed. They're calling. <gasps> 
<laughs> I'm needed. Um, okay, so for those of you who don't know, their buffs start glowing. <laughs> In 99 days. In 99 days. Oh my days. god! We're on episode oh! number 99. 99. <laughs> Jack Lion. Jack Jack Nine. Jackal Nine. Jackal Nine. Did you ever count to see how many episodes we've put out? We're getting damn close. This could be the 99. What if this was episode 99? Okay, so I feel like we're, we have bouncing, to find, okay, we're real erratic yeah, here. Sorry. In but 99 days, we're getting married. We're getting married in 99 days. And, and the 100th episode of our podcast is happening at some point. We haven't counted and we put out a lot of content. So, <laughs> yeah, but that has nothing to do with it right now. But I'm focused on the 99 days. So, about two weeks before that, we are having a joint batch party. And we are doing we are... bachelor and bachelorette parties and then a joint batch party as well or you're doing like a ladies weekend and i'm doing a yeah a get together with yeah your thing yeah but for the big shebang the big shebang we are going to be doing a survivor themed mall of america survivor at the mall of america with fun events and challenges groomsmen versus brides team yeah, bridesmaids. Yeah. Not all brides. No. Well, and not all groomsmen or bridesmaids, no. technically. But just groom gender side. Gender fluid. Groom side versus bride side. We're planning it currently. We might do a little bit of filming. We'll record yes. an episode about it. We will course. be filming for sure. I will at minimum be posting it all to our Instagram. In a similar vein. We are saying anyone who'd like to okay yes yeah i'm putting out the call first i'm putting out the call anyone who would like to join us for that adventure we invite any survivor couple or friendship that is connected well because we want you with somebody though ideally like you need to bring your own but like if you oh tyson i don't know why i'm so focused on tyson (laughs) We'll find you another. Rainier was going to come, but he doesn't have a plus one. (laughs) Oh, too bad. No, don't come, Rainier. You stay home. If if you're even tangentially related to Survivor, and yes, you'd like to journey to Minnesota for Two Strangers podcast Survivor Bachelorette Bachelor Party. You're going to want... Please do come. On October 23rd. So watch that date. Reach out to us. Let us know you're coming so we can prepare for your numbers. Here's the thing. If you're inside the Mall of America on October 23rd, you're playing the game. So just show up. You just might not know it. You just might not know. (laughs) Okay, so we're taking... There's going to be a lot of business at the top of the pod. Yes. Fuck. Similarly, just in the same vein of fan-made Survivor-esque things, later on this weekend, we will be covering... We'll do a little recap of brandon what's his last name brandon clark brandon clark his can you survive in maine charity Charity weekend that wrapped up we're going to do a little recap post-mortem with him and you can catch all of that footage still up on the can you survive facebook so if you want to go catch up over the next couple of days and then check out that uh listen along with brandon we're really stoked to start our week of yes it's going to kick off guest week where we're gonna go on some other podcasts we're gonna have some guests on our podcast we'll get more into that in uh further details on other apps but just look for info on our social media and those episodes dropping next week absolutely now talking about celebrations director and I believe editor and put together that snazzy new intro we've been seeing of Survivor <gasps> South Africa. Uh, birthday? Yeah, Leroy Botha. His birthday was today. Well, happy birthday, Leroy. Gave him a little shout out on Twitter. Um, the uh, Slaying the Dragon pod alerted me to this. So, you know, kudos to them and shout out to that great Survivor podcast as well. Yeah. So go check them out. And yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I think in this episode, it's a third 
uh, different intro that we see. Yeah, because we now have the jury coming in. It's fun to like watch it like, oh, they were on this tribe, they were on this tribe, and now the jury. I couldn't tell you if that's something that like happens in American Survivor when it gets to that point, but I don't think so. IDTS? I don't think so. <laughs> it's nice because that saves us time where we don't have to figure out you know what it you can just say the letters yeah, and we don't exactly. have to like come to a full stop to dissect what, what that <laughs> what that was i don't have to take the time to say all four words i can just say the four letters exactly you it know it saves us time all that time saved well so, do you have any other business you would like to address at the top of the pod before we plummet down to the the bottom floor in the best way of this episode i think i'm ready to dive Dive right off the edge of that building. Let's hop into number nine. Number nine. Number nine. So last week was the merge app. Yes. And Kieran won immunity. Like we said, he held onto that pole going up against Anisu. He held out and sent Tyson to Immunity Island. All which encapsulated in the saddest tribal yet. Well, Tyson and just a real Tyson didn't do anything on immunity island nope and then why were you so sad at tribal marisha yes goodbye goodbye marisha i mean she's in the jury but i really wanted to watch her compete as an individual yeah hopefully she'll be on another upcoming season she was uh just too much of a physical threat well maybe she'll make it to the mall of america in october and you know i bet she'll be there but just by happenstance (laughs) just buying popcorn there you go. Came just for the pops. And the... The pops. <laughs> I came for the pops. And the uh, Bubba Gump. Yeah. Shrimp. Exactly. She yes. loves Forrest Gump. Loves Tom Hanks. Mm. Is in love with Tom Hanks. Wants to be JNA. Gross. Um, so, yeah. And then... And, my... Oh, no. I had forgotten how mad I was at Chappie's. Because he's such a charmer. Jesus. He won you right back over. Rice Chappies. And then I remembered what he did. Chappies, we can't stay mad at you. Uh, what did Chappies do? He didn't do anything. He stayed in the game. Stayed in the game, but survived. He laughed at poor. Ha ha ha. Speaking of Chappies, he rolls into this episode. Fuck you. Just looking crazy. Like he doesn't have his glasses on. His hair is wild. It's like that green night vision. And he's just like. Weak, you know, oh, perfect blindside. Like, he kind of looks like Gollum from The Lord of the Rings. He just has, like, a, a, he's radiating chaos. He is definitely radiating chaos. Definitely, like, putting him in, like, it cuts with scenes of Nicole crying about how sad she is, about how the idol was used on her because they were worried she was going. And, like, Nicole very upset, feeling like she could have saved marisha but you know it was a 50 50 chance you couldn't tell but specifically calls out how poised and classy marisha left and how that was making her feel particularly bad yeah i mean it would be hard to like lose your biggest alliance and like feel like oh they went out because i was protected or something like that but and someone you like a lot and yeah Miss talking. You have so few people to talk to. Yeah, and I suppose people that you, oh, I actually consider Marisha to be a genuine friend, someone I like. and Yeah. Yeah, it does highlight that you want to leave on that poised, classy note. Oh, for sure. You don't want to get angry. Um, There is immediate infighting post-tribal like right when they go back santoni and sean are kind of getting at each other santoni is also also mad at anisu um being like oh yeah anisu lied to nicole and wasn't gonna vote chappies but then or like didn't vote chappy like something like that and like well this whole thing of like oh santoni is outed as a person who flipped but people don't know that anisu also did so it becomes like a sticking point for santoni feeling like oh i look bad and my cover is blown but the other people who voted the same way i did aren't like coming my to my defense and i'm just like out there in the open solo well i mean 
I think it comes up in multiple stances throughout the episode that like sometimes Santoni like does actions or has conversations prior to like fully thinking through what those actions or conversations are going to result in. I think Kieran gets at it later where he like he calls Santoni an emotional player and that she's mm. a little erratic. And I think she does just play kind of following emotion. So, yeah, and like, oh, when she feels slighted or just along for the ride, I think we've seen it a couple times this season already where, okay, I'm going to pivot. I'm just going to, I'm going to give away a secret. I'm going to yeah. say something here. I'm, I'm going to go tell them who person. they're going to vote for. I'm going to, you know. Yeah, I'm going to say that uh, Anisu's lying to Nicole, just, you know, and I mean, it, it pissed off Tyson at yeah. one point. I think it frustrates Sean in this episode. Well, and, you know, getting to, I mean, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but even involving clues and things, you know, Santoni just sometimes saying things without thinking it through or not really, like, weighing situations before diving into them. Even instances that they've kind of kicked themselves for lately of just speaking off the cuff about, like, oh... I, you know, I know where this idol is and telling it to Tyson. And then we see a similar situation in this episode. Yeah. And so it's like we're on day 22 and like right at the top almost I have like Sean is in trouble. So like I I do have a note here that Sean makes a comment about like, oh, when he's kind of getting in a fight with Santoni, he says something about like I was on the chopping block way back on day one. And it's like, but Sean, you weren't on the chopping block that day. But there is like you're kind of in trouble now and he's not super cognizant. Of yeah, it. he's not aware of his actual spot in in his unit and in the tribe as a whole. Yeah. But like one last thing, because um, we jumped way ahead of a note that I realized I had with this new cut of the intro. Yeah. Lots of shark and like whale and fish shots in particular as far as nature shot goes really fun to watch i think we've noticed in general that it seems like the international non-american survivors often have a little bit more of the the flora fauna Mm -hmm. they'll throw in you know an extended shot of an insect or a frog more often than the u.s version does lizard tongue go all the way out and all the way in maybe even back out again yeah crazy really revel in it (laughs) well and that's kind of yeah that's the that's that intro part of the episode and we jump right into a pretty intense reward challenge right away yeah so we've got 11 players this challenge is set up for a five on five so automatically no one person sitting out and sometimes in survivor that means like oh you have no chance at at the reward at all But here is really fun. They're like, okay, whoever draws the white rock will sit out, but then they get to hedge their bets on who they think is going to win. Yeah, you get to, uh, yeah, just bet essentially who. So you have a 50 50 chance. And if you are correct, you get to join in. So that's yeah. a, a great twist. I think I would always base mine on who I would want to go to reward with, not if I think they would win. Just on the off chance that if you are if if you are correct and you do go with them, it's going to be a more pleasant experience because yeah. you want to work with these people and yeah. have the correct social dynamic at that event. Mm-hmm. Or though, you know, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe you join the people that you wouldn't want to have conversations with so that you're ruining it or listening into those conversations. Well, and also I think that's the type of experience an event that can change the social standing mm-hmm. and you're going to eat pizza with these other people you can endear yourself to them it can open up new avenues of working together that maybe weren't there before especially when you're not around other people you know you can separate people well and as it's stated on this episode and becomes a thing more often than not, when there's a you go off reward, there's also usually a tie to some sort of hidden immunity idol. Absolutely. So not to get too far ahead, they draw rocks, 
they've got the orange team and the green team mm-hmm. and then a white rock for the person who's going to sit out. San Tony draws the white rock. Of course. And then we get the orange team consisting of Chappies, Vorda, Rainier, Tyson, Warda, Tyson. Do you have Warda twice? No, no, no. You gave me a funny look because I think I like overemphasized, like I said, like Vorda instead of Warda because I'm clearly insecure saying Warda's name. No, honestly, I'm just hearing the dog snore and nodded at you wondering if you could also hear the dog snoring. You just threw me off my game. I'm sorry. (laughs) The orange team is Chappies, Warda, Rainier, Tyson, Amy. And the green team is Anela, Kieran, Sean, Anesu, and Nicole. Um, what they have to do is you've got the two teams of five. They get a ball and they have like this circular platform with four ropes coming off of it. And the platforms do have a little bit of a ledge. Yeah. But you basically have to balance the ball on this platform and navigate a series of obstacles. Yeah, you have to go on a balance beam, you know, kind of up a like kind of, I don't know, inclined plank type thing. Just, yeah, through like a whole little obstacle course, put it into a chute, have it go down. Run down a the chute, go under a rope core thing. and Catch it. And then... Um, plant it yes and then another person the shooter throws it and has to knock down five or i think it's four, four panels yeah. and then you win win pizza so i mean when we first saw it i'm like oh wow are they doing immunity right away because it looks like a big production like it's a big full course it's definitely like stepping territory more into like heavily prepared big american survivor-esque sure but even courses. then, something you might expect more so for an immunity than a reward. Oh, absolutely. That's why it, I felt like it, it like more so even gives that feel because a lot of these challenges have been low tech. True. And just like, th- or not even low tech, but just like not as involved yeah. as far as what's needing to be built for it. So absolutely. I guess kind of low tech. Uh- <laughs> There's just not like a, a giant obstacle course every challenge yes um so before well and we should say they are playing for pizza and beer and and sodas if you're like nicole and for some strange reason don't drink beer as nico says beer is in yeah yeah (laughs) it depends on the beer okay um but yeah so we both hedged our bets behind the green team. The green team. The green team. Or the green team. The green team. Dream team. Yes. The green team. And, but Santoni, and we placed our bets before we paused the episode before Santoni voted for the orange team. Yes. So it's Santoni versus Survivor Cast International. Yes. I don't think people can hear the dog snoring. Okay. Let's stay focused. I am focused. So this looks fucking so difficult. This oh. initial part where you're having to balance the ball on this rope platform thing and go through the obstacle course. They both drop it multiple times and a bunch at the very beginning before they kind of start to get their the hang of it. Well, no, green team does it straight off. Well, I think they drop it. No, they never dropped it on the balance beam. Really? Yeah. They just went the entire time not dropping it. Not even on not even at the very beginning. I I thought that there was this initial where they both had it drop a few times as they kind of got used to it. Green figured it out on like I think it it maybe dropped once. That's what I'm saying. There was just like an initial like, oh, how do we have to like balance this? But like you're right regardless of that like there's a point where green is like slow and steady and making really good progress and orange is kind of lagging behind well one thing i noticed particularly on the balance beam portion all of the green contestants are relatively the same height okay where the orange contestants is quite a contrast in heights between the four um just like knowing, I think like Warda and Amy are slightly shorter than the guys, whereas Anisu and um, whoever the fuck is else on that tribe. 
I mean, uh, Kieran, Nicole, and Sean. Yeah, so they're all like around the same height. Sure. So that because, yeah, like, I mean that would help significantly because you want that platform to be even. You mm-hmm. want the more of a tilt you have at any point, the more the ball's going to roll. Especially so as you're going on this like like up and down balance beam, being around the same height will cause a lot less discrepancy. Well, and um green they are doing the slow and steady and they do so good but then they get to the shoot and they drop it and then they you know i think they drop it twice and Mm -hmm. have to start over orange overtakes them and kind of learn from their like watching green's mistakes with the shoot of like oh okay we'll just put it right up against it and then drop it and they both kind of struggle with this like drop the ball down these like you know it's almost like a a ping pong machine mm-hmm. X thing. It's like going down these ramps and they have to catch it. But once orange gets the ball, to Chappies, Chappies just knocks down the play. I mean, it's one after another. It's he misses one, two, three, miss four. Yeah. One, two, three. He misses once Four. green is still like trying Didn't to even get... get it to. No, not to the point of trying to knock down the platforms at all. And the platforms have little slices of pizza on them when they fall. And, uh, Santoni gets to go yeah, with them. I mean, Santoni, she she chose the right team, and she gets to go free lunch. Um, yeah, cool. And they get yeah. I mean, I guess we can we'll take a quick pause here, and then we'll jump into the little feast that they have and push through the immunity episode and everything that comes next. I love it. Let's be back in a second. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International. Survivor South Africa. Immunity Island. Episode nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number number nine. Wonder how popular the Beatles are in South Africa. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably pretty popular. Probably pretty popular. Probably pretty prop. Do we give a little peek <laughs> behind the curtain? Nah. And our audio that we've... No. Re- All right. We don't need to tell them that we already recorded the second half and that it totally deleted. And so some of our jokes are going to be even insider, insider jokes because we've already made them and might try to recreate some of them and you'll be able to tell which ones totally flop. You'll have to... Yeah. Is this a new joke made in the moment or a sad, hollow <laughs> recreation of a previous joke? Is it a joke husk? Zombie a joke? joke? corn. Oh, man. I have you some... You say joke husk or joke corn? Yeah. Is it the husk of the joke or the corn of the joke? I like to think like joke husk, like a corpse, or joke baby, fresh, clean, and new. There is some zombie talk that I do want to talk about that we didn't get to last time around before we realized we weren't actually working. Zombie talk in the episode? Yes. People bring up zombies? No, but I have in my notes some zombies. Okay. Cool. That's exciting. Yeah. So we went to reward and that was fun. And now we're at the reward feast and Tyson fucking hates Santoni. Yep. He's just irritated with her propensity at... I don't know. I mean, it it helped him out the one time. Was it Tyson? Did he lead? Ty- did she lead Tyson to the idol that one time? Yes. I believe it was Tyson. Yes. So it helped him out the one time. But here they are at the pizza feast. We'll help him out this time too, because he wasn't necessarily well, the one who was going to find it. But, but like San Tony's ostensibly in his alliance, and the whole thing is not everyone there is a part of their alliance, and right. she's just like, let's. Let's look for clues. There's got to be a clue here with our food. Let's all share. Let's find it. And they all start looking together. And then, of course, Rainier is just circumstantially standing in the right space. Now, ultimately, I'm kind of rooting for the like underdogs in the game right well, now. Well, and Rainier finds the idol. Yes. Clue. Clue. Not the idol, but the clue and um but finds it in front of everybody 
Sorry, I thought I heard the dog bark. <laughs> um, finds it in front of everybody. Um, reads it in front of everybody. Hands it to Warda, who then confirms that what he read was true. Yeah, yeah. You said you're conf- you seem to be building to a point. No, just that like that's how it went. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> it becomes this thing of Rainier. It's just like it's a silly thing. It just all speaks to why it's a silly move for Santoni to make because it doesn't work out. Well, Santoni was even frustrated with herself being like, why did I, why did I say that out loud? Why did I like not think, oh man, Santoni, maybe you should check and see if there is the clue for the idol before blurting it out that everyone should go look for it, you know? Yeah, just because how is this going to work? What are you going to do when Rainier finds it and you're all looking for it and they, the whole thing is like, oh, there is an idol hidden on Immunity Island. Right. And Rainier is like, well, okay, I found it, so can you send me to Immunity Island? And of course, Santoni balks at that because it's like, well, I'm the one who said we should look for it. So it's it's much better just to independently look for it. Hopefully you can find it and tuck it away. If somebody sees you take it at that point, well, at least they also don't have the information that you have. Because at this point, it's just like the information's out there. It's not a secret. You know, it's just like the worst of all. It's causing this tension because now it's like, well, what do we do with this? Yeah, I, I will say, like, I wonder without Santoni doing it, right? Sure. Without Santoni saying this. There were people just like straight up picking up things and looking underneath it before Santoni said that. Oh yeah, completely. So like, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, without Santoni being like, let's all look for an idol together, which is stupid. People just look and somebody finds it, and somebody sees you find it or not. Right. What I'm saying is, is like, I don't necessarily think that it wouldn't, you know. I don't think it would have been found in a way that could have been kept secretive. Sure. And I think that most of the people sitting there might have been like, oh, hey, what'd you find? What's what's in your pocket there? Like, Yeah, that, that's always the thing. Like, It depends on how bold the people you're with are, mm-hmm. whether they're going to let you just sneak it into your pocket or they're going to just call you out and be like, no, read that in front of everyone anyways. But you never want to be the voice that Santoni was of like the, oh, hey, let's draw major yeah. attention to this. Especially if it's irritating your your alliance. Yeah. Uh, Chappies plays it smart and they kind of at, you know, at his urging, just decide that whoever is the next person to go to Immunity Island will get to utilize that information and they're going to keep it on the down low beyond that. Right. Okay. So then we head back to camp. And almost right away, they're asked, like, oh, so was there a clue for an idol in a pizza box? And uh, everyone's like, oh, no, no, there wasn't. And, like, Anela knows, like, right away, like, hey. (laughs) There's always. We're not stupid. Yes. In this type of. There's always something, right, in that type of reward. Yeah. So either one person is being sneaky or everybody's being sneaky, but. We're not trusting any of those fools that just came back. And then we kind of roll right into immunity, unless you have anything else. Nah. And this whole situation of there being an idol on Immunity Island, it brings an interesting dynamic into the immunity challenge, because now we have some people who maybe don't want to win, who are hoping to be sent to Immunity Island, Specifically Rainier, right at the top, speaking in third person. (laughs) The best thing would be for Rainier to lose and be sent to Immunity Island. Well, and that game that they have to play, like, how how hard do I try? Right, so speaking of it, the game is, um, it's a memory challenge, is what they're playing. Where Nico is holding up... Colored tiles. Yeah, and they have this kind of, uh, this nifty contraption... It reminds me a little bit of like a Connect Four. Yeah, it's nice that it's set up where like you can't really see any of your component, like anyone else's. 
and it it's also, like this tall thing that you you take a tile drop it into and then it, it falls forward and they stack up and you can see the color facing forward but yeah no one around you can necessarily see and it's really easy as the viewer and i'm sure as nico to like quickly tell who has it and who doesn't totally instead of just like holding it up in your hands or whatever like that so i mean like chappies rainier a few other people Definitely have their eye on that Immunity Island idol. Yes. And we go through, I mean, it's pretty tough right off the bat. I mean, it's, he's going moderately fast. It's a pretty long sequence, but people do fairly well the first round, except Chappies and Rainier who are out at the end of the first round. Right. I really was wondering to myself if they purposely took a dive or not right if they maybe didn't try their hardest in a hope that they would be sent off to go find what they're looking for but i wonder like especially for rainier i wonder where what's the calculation there are you hoping that someone who wasn't at the meal wins and they just happen to send you to immunity island or are you hoping that someone in your alliance wins and then sends you but if you're rainier is anyone going to trust to send you because you've been so vocal about, oh, I, I found it, so I should get to use it? I guess my thought with Rainier is, like, he knows there are other targets before him. Like, Anela is a much bigger target and is in his little minority alliance, you yeah. know? Um, Sean is ruffling feathers and is in the minority alliance. Um, Nicole, you know, just got blindsided and, you know, so there are play, like he, he's being talked to by other players. He's like, he's not in the crosshairs as of right now. So maybe his thought is just like, I just want a chance. Cause I don't feel like I'm going home. Sure. And I could further have that insurance yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, Rainier, I think is sitting in a pretty good position at this point in the game. Mm-hmm. Run us down some of the next outers. So we, yeah, so it's uh, Chappies and Rainier, first round, they're out. After that, Nicole is the next person out. Um, and then uh, Sean, Warda, and Santoni, all real quick succession. Kind of hard to dramatically go back over a tile memory <laughs> game. You know, he's. No, he dropped a blue. Well, they right. dropped a black. <laughs> It was pink, blue, green, orange, and then, no, we're not going to run through all of that, of course. Um, Amy's the next one out. There's a fun moment where Anela guesses purple and thinks it wasn't purple, but it was purple. And he's so relieved. Yes. Um, we get to round three. And we've got a top four at this point, right? We've got Anesu, Anela uh kieran and tyson yeah tyson anisu anela and kieran um tyson and anela are the next two out which leaves two people who were one and two for the first one and also who are both in the majority alliance well and now it's kieran versus anisu and the last two last immunity yeah. challenge as well yeah that was the first thing i said oh i you didn't word it the same way so i misunderstood what you <laughs> you're were saying super um it's just a it's a tricky position to be putting yourself in where yeah making it to the final two in this immunity challenge i feel like kieran is in this tricky position where no matter what he does there's this huge target on his back he has a target on his back from last week just from winning. And now that you've made it this far in this challenge, you know, you're already just, you, you look like a huge competitor. Well, and Kieran is coming off of like such a low key game. He was so low. He was, he was hashtag... so under the radar. So low. Yeah. Hashtag solo. He was Han solo. He was, you know, Luke, I am not your father i'm not your father luke i'm han solo your yes. friend he was frozen in carbonite he was so low and i want to do your sister that <laughs> yeah he was so low he yeah. was fucking luke skywalker's sister yes does that make tyson Jeez. chewbacca 
Because they're like buddy yeah, buddy. Or does there it make Warda Chewbacca? No, Warda is R2D2. Sure, there we go. And that makes... Or the actual ship. She's the Millennium Falcon. She's the Millennium Falcon. And uh Rainier is Darth Vader. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so like you were Kieran was like Kieran, you were so um I'm talking directly to you, Kieran. Kieran, um, this is directly to you. <laughs> you were Everyone like Everyone else pause your podcast. Yeah, this is only Earmuffs. for Kieran or skip over oh, this. Yeah, don't yeah. pause it cuz then you'll just hear it in a second. Just plug your ears and go na 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 na. Okay. Um <laughs> Kieran, this part's just for you. Kieran, what are you doing? Like I get getting really excited on the first one. But, like, dude, you're in the top four of this. Now's the time to drop out, man. You are in the majority alliance. You are in the tight core of the majority alliance. You won last week. You do not want to continue to grow this target on your back. This is a really tricky position where you're finding this balance between I'm playing Survivor, I'm playing this game, I want to compete, it's exciting and it's fun. And also, I mean, just like, yeah, I'm going head to head with Anisu and all that, but the optics. Yeah. And it must be hard in the moment to balance those two things out. As I see them standing there doing the memory challenge with Nico, I was reminded of this article I recently read just about <laughs> survivors, castaways suffering from UTIs while playing the game. Oh, God. Because apparently, like, oh, you're out there for 40 days and you're not changing your underwear. and You're, like, in either a swim bottom, a swimsuit, or yeah. underwear. Like, And that, like, affects ladies it's more awful. commonly. And just, like, oh, the horrible pain some of these, like, players have found themselves in having to go on antibiotics being uncomfortable. Also, like, not having toilet paper to wipe oh, with. Oh, yeah. Oh. And just like the discomfort, right? And add on top of that, like I'm I'm camping, I'm sleeping in the same clothes, and I'm sweaty. And I'm what not... is the like feminine care product? Because you're gone for over a month. I wonder. Yeah. So meaning most women, if they are not, well, I'm sure they I'm menopausal sure. or on some sort of birth control that ke- like skips their cycle. Just like I'm sure they supply some toiletries, right? But mm-hmm. like in like ways to wash your hands and stuff. Or soap, at least, I would imagine. I, You know what I mean? They, yeah. They, there's some things behind the scene that it's fine that we don't see. But, like, there must be some... But even getting rid of, like, bloody... Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they, they're, there's got to be some hygiene things that they just take care of that, you know, it's not something that most viewers really want to get the inside baseball on. I'm kind of curious, as, like, gross as it is... <laughs> Just as like a nuts and bolts situation, because they must accommodate, right? It'd be insane not to. Gross. Just like blood and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, they're not making them like go dig a hole somewhere. I don't think so. Well, I mean, I. Because thinking some of these have like. Wilderness. Well, I know, but that like, would be attracted to blood. Like there's an entire camp production like, crew as well. Like, yeah, it's not just the castaways out there, right? But the production crew kind of, I think, stays at somewhere. Well, I know. I'm just saying. I, I think there's some level of accommodation that we don't see. That it's not like quite. You know, yes, they're roughing it. Yes, they're camping, but. You know, is there a place where they can dispose of something like that? Yeah, there's got to be. <laughs> Didn't expect to take such a long detour <laughs> discussing that. But if you know the answer or if you're a player and you want to give us the inside scoop. Yeah, please do. Please do. But yeah, I just see like I so I, I think about that and I think about just like, man, it must be so difficult to just the physical discomfort. It's really easy to lose sight of that. And they've been out there for 23 days at this point. Yeah be hard to do a memory challenge it would be grueling okay so kieran sends warda to immunity island and uh you know tyson is hoping that warda comes back warda had kind of talked with them about like you know we're in a six five situation I'm not really sure right now what happens if it's like a 5-5 situation on 
Survivor South Africa. Oh, if there's a, a like a tie, like a tie do they go to rocks at tribal? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what happens there. Yeah, we haven't established that because um, they even kind of switch it up in the different eras of the the U.S. Survivor. Yeah, um, curious. I think yeah. rocks are pretty common, but maybe also I love the the building fire. Mm-hmm. But if Warda weren't to have come back, if she were to have stayed and played, it really could have like left room for just one person, right? If just if just Santoni or Anisu were to flip, like it would totally flip power sides. So Kieran is all the talk. Back at Tribe, everyone's, you know, patting him on the back, giving him way to goes. And you can just tell that there's really no lingering target on Anisu, even mm-hmm. though they've had these two rivalries at the last two immunity challenges. And that all the heat is now on Kieran for having won twice in a row. Yeah, but it makes it pretty clear right after going back from immunity or like close to going back that like Sean is the target. Yeah. I mean, one of the targets, I feel like, you know, there's, I, I, I didn't get the feeling right off the bat that Sean was necessarily like in danger that he was in the danger zone. I guess like I got this feeling and I have it in my notes here, like watching Sean, like, trying to navigate talking with Santoni and things like that feels like I'm watching like a zombie who knows that they're like dead in the game. That's how you felt. I, I, yeah, I have watching Sean play right now is like watching a zombie, like watching someone who's like aware that their game is like, really? I got that feeling. Can you like elaborate um, on that? Why? Cause I, I didn't pick up on that whatsoever. Yeah. I think it comes with how hard, um, Amy, and Nicole, I want to say those two, um, it goes along with how hard those two were pushing for his target to get off of Santoni being like, we're going to need her in the future. If we're like hard on her now, she'll never come around and never help us. And like, they're clearly talking around a future that Sean's not going to be a part of because they're aware that Sean is the target. Well, I mean, but Sean's a part of that conversation. And I think it's more of them telling Sean like Sean has had this tension with Santony all episode and it's like, well, Sean, I know you're having this tension with Santony, but we can't vote Santony because Santony's our bridge to like getting another num- number and getting chappies. And that leads to Sean going to like kind of mend things with Santony. Yeah. But I, I have this, it's just like this feeling that he like kind of recognizes like I am probably like even at that you- point yeah kind of that's kind I don't of how know, I felt because I felt like oh this is interesting that like Sean is and he's willing to work with Santony he's been like he's super irritated at her all episode that she's been loosely talking and telling secrets but his alliance points out that they need Santony, and then he's immediately willing to take a 180 and go and try to like win her over to his side. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why I got this feeling, but I, I just did. I just had this feeling that like he knew that like, yeah, I'm gonna get Santoni back on our team side. I'm gonna smooth this over with her and I'm not but gonna vote her, yeah. but like I You feel like Amy and Nicole are just like puppeteering sean to like not rock the boat because it is interesting kind of yeah absolutely sean does have this talking head of like oh i didn't go too hard spoiler sean gets voted off this episode right we're talking around it now but in his talking head at the end he makes this comment that like oh i didn't go too hard because i didn't want to scare off santony Mm -hmm. which is what his alliance told him to do what you're talking about yeah but it didn't work out anyways. Right. So maybe if Sean had gone hard and gone after Santony and not worried about having to like, because I think they're right. I think it's true that like, if you put votes on Santony, she's going to hold a grudge and she's never going to align with you. Right. But should that be a consideration Sean has? Should he have just stuck with his like, fuck Santony. She can't keep a secret. I want to get her out. Cause Santony 
they tried to convince her not to vote Sean because maybe that's suddenly not the best plan. She sticks to her guns and it works out for her. Yeah, I guess my thing is, is like if Sean were to go hard, Santony, right? Yeah. Who does that leave for them to try to flip? Just Chappies. But I mean. I feel like Chappies is Chappies. I feel like feels like he's in tight enough with Warda that he doesn't have like he's thinking he's like top dog in it. When I truly feel like Tyson, Kieran, and Warda are like a trio top dogging it with Chappies as like the one phase under that. I definitely want a t shirt of Chappies as a dog that says top dogging it on it <laughs> with like kind of like his like half closed smile going on. Love it. And I want a t shirt of Sean as a zombie. Zom, Sean, Both. Shambi. Zombie Sean. Both perfect. I didn't get I yeah, I didn't get quite zombie vibes. I get where you're coming from. But I still think he's like, if anything, if he does have a perception that he's going home, he's like a drowning man, just like kicking and, you know, going out with a fight. Yeah. Speaking of t-shirts. He's just gone out a lot fierier. Yeah, I mean he, it's true. I mean, I it, it almost like it sucks because I feel like he makes this diplomatic play that just doesn't work out for him then he like swallows his pride goes against his better judgment Mm -hmm. he talks earlier in the episode about like oh i should have just gone with my gut yeah and then he doesn't follow his gut about getting santony out and maybe it wouldn't have saved him but like at least he could have gone but he doesn't leave with regret so yeah and if he were to have gone out that way it it would have screwed over the rest of his tribe yeah Speaking yeah. of t-shirts, I definitely want a t-shirt of Anela <laughs> smashing through a wall saying smash. I'm at this point really confused as to if we talked about that or not. We did talk. No, we ta- it's on the lost. Okay. That's, and I'm I want, like, I don't fucking remember. And I want a t-shirt of a wall smashing through Anela saying Anela. I love it. There was, a, there was this great bit we went on about. It, there was. Anela t Let's t-shirts. not live in the past. Oh, it's just. I don't want to live in the, the past. Great, the great lost Anela Kool-Aid Man t-shirt bit. Yes. It will be lost forever in time. Tear. Anything else before tribal? Like tears and rain. Um, Anything before tribal. <laughs> the chappy spy shack makes another brief appearance yes as uh santony is drinking water i definitely thought that chappies was just gonna like appear from behind there <laughs> that santony's gonna like drink her water and then walk away off. and then the camera's, like, g- camera's gonna stay and like 30 seconds later he pops up and just watching you drink water santony um did they kill that chicken did they kill the, the rooster, rooster? They, i don't like, know they tiptoed around it I want to know. Hashtag where's dead the rooster? rooster. Yeah. Hashtag dead rooster. Well, I guess with that, we can roll into tribal. Love it. Jumping into tribal then. So it's funny, just like week to week. Last week, Chappies has his back against the wall, is ostensibly about to go home. This week, he has no specific protection. He doesn't have immunity. He doesn't have any idols, but he's completely comfortable. So it's just funny how quickly that can turn around. It's really dependent on, like, how you're feeling in relationships, right? That's where that social game really comes in. I feel like Warda has had a couple of tense tribals where she's now kind of butting heads with Santony at this one. Or, I mean, she was like, Casting shade at a Nisu, and now she's kind of talking around how there's one person. There's the flows of information. Can you you have to like always wonder if you can trust them? But one person seems to be like purposely disrupting and tainting them. And it's very clearly pointed. There are like multiple moments while Warda's talking or how Warda's interacting that Santony is like visually responding but never in a negative way never takes the bait and like Mm-mm. full-on responds engages or, or yeah. engages or like oh i know you're talking about me 
or you know asks if it's referring to her interesting i mean warda is uh she's a poker she definitely likes to like needle the bear a little bit and try to get a reaction out of people i feel like absolutely another thing that i found really interesting like okay so we have merged there are only 11 people left i find it really interesting that we're still at a place where two people are safe every tribal true yeah like it's not just the one person plus the random immunity because there's still the random hidden immunities but with immunity island either the person who went to immunity island who chose to play or if they chose not to play yeah they bequeath it to which like i think one person this season did choose to not bequeath it true at near the beginning but i don't think that that would be the case at that was early on, and I don't remember who it was, but it pissed off Santony because it was a lie, and they pretended not to bequeath it, saying that they could still use it to save themselves, and then... Well, and then he clarified it, and then the person was like... Was it Amy? I don't... I don't remember, but the person was just like, okay, well, I want to keep it fair. I want, you know, them to maybe split the votes between the two of them, which ended up being what happened, and like... Yeah, it was just funny, like, when the the rules of Immunity Island weren't totally clear at the beginning of the season, the, the subterfuge trying to go on of, like, oh, I'm not going to bequeath it, and I'm going to use it on myself, until Nico totally called out their lie right. at Tribal. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't Amy. It was freaking Anisu. Was it Anisu? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Mm, I, I have this memory of it being a blonde person, but that, I don't know. <laughs> Blondie bias. There's been quite a few blondies playing through this season too. Hashtag blondie bias. Um, yeah. Lots of lots of tools being used from people's tool belts here. Yes, lots of tools being used. But that's an interesting point you make. Um I don't quite know where everyone stands at this point. I mean as far as, I, I mean, with that in particular, with two people being safe every tribal, how does that work as we get down to less people? Mm-hmm. Is that going to be the case until we get to a final three? I can't imagine it being past, like, final six. Like, I can't imagine going to tribal with six people and having two of them for sure be safe. Like a third of the people left be safe. I guess at some point immunity Island just stops being a thing. I, I hope so. I mean, like I hope it finds the right time to kind of pitter out where it doesn't feel like too many people are being kept safe versus like fulfilling its. Yeah, purpose. its purpose is like a, a thing. There's a point in the game where it, it doesn't make a lot of sense anymore to have it. Yeah. There's this moment where Warda and Nico are talking and Warda kind of describes this thing of like everyone knowing their hierarchy and where they fall within their mm-hmm. alliances and decisions being made and being like this clear and, you know, cool collective, like kind of like just speaking on like this, like, democracy situation and and sean getting his fiery self back is like well that's not true there are four and then there are two and then there are us four well then nico agreeing, or five or whatever yeah nico being like well that's a very nice concept you're describing warda but it's not this game most people yeah. will be where marisha is sitting right now right there'll be one of you who wins and most of you will be over there so like this this thing that you're selling of like, oh, we're all fluidly making decisions and communicating like that can't be the case. And if you believe that's the case, then someone's having conversations without you. Well, even this thing that like there's one person disrupting the flow of information. Totally not true. People no. flat out are lying and it's it's part of the game. Yeah. I did you notice Anisu her fantastic like lime hat that she's rocking? No. Really? Take a look for it. You know what's on that hat, and you like it. Hashtag. Well, I mean, it's not. It's lime colored. It's oh. Not, I wish it was like a baseball hat just with a picture of a lime on it. I was thinking like a bucket hat with little limes all over it. That's what I'm saying. We should get just a <laughs> line of clothing, 
get a baseball cap that has a lime on it, that has a niece's face on the lime, get a t-shirt of no. <laughs> get a t-shirt of Smash breaking through a wall with a thought bubble that says Smash on it, looking contemplative. And then a picture of a wall breaking through Smash that says Anisu on it. And uh, wait, Anella. <laughs> I'm getting everyone all mixed up. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Sean Zombie t shirt. Sean Zombie. Yes. Like Rob Zombie. Right? Yeah. Yes. There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look for all of that coming soon in the Survivor Cast International t shirt shop. When we make a million dollars yes done so warda bequeaths their safety to tyson yep repaying tyson from last week further solidifying their alliance pissing santony off yeah santony that frizz santony, about that? yeah what do you think about that frizz their hair yeah Oh, it's just real cur- rainy and humid. Well, curly hair in the rain is stupid. It just is yeah. frizzy. Santoni just looks like sad and frizzy in this tribal and like <laughs> kind of just like defeated. I don't know. I mean, on day 23, sitting in the dark in the rain, I think fucking Warda calling you out in front of everyone defeated as well. I don't say it in like as a diss against Santony or to be mean, just like, man, you just like every like lots of other people. You see them like popping up their hoods and like Santony's just like, well, and they're in a tank top in a tank top. They're the only person not in long sleeves. Totally. The only one. Hashtag that frizz. Well, and then so they go to vote. We got that five six split. Yeah. When it's five five, five Warda, five Sean. I was maybe thinking that Warda was about to go. I was thinking it was Warda. And I like them both, but Sean has been such a comeback story for me. Where oh, I so much so. Initially really turned off on him and just week by week winning me over. He was chipping away at our cold Survivor Cast International joint heart. That's right. We do have one joint heart that we share between the two of us. Mm-hmm. We split it up during the day and bring it back together at night. Oh, I just imagine some like David Cronenberg body horror. We're connected <laughs> at the chest and can't. That almost sounded like a heartbeat when you bumped into the table there. How do you know it wasn't my heartbeat? So, yeah, Sean gets the sixth little boot. The, the killing vote. Go sit with. I wanted you know? to. I wanted to see him out there, even just to see that beard and mustache mm. continually grow out, because it's looking good this episode. I wonder if he'll shave when he goes on over to uh... Ponderosa. Yeah, I don't know, or if he'll let it just keep going. Sean, keep that stash. Keep that stash. Have and to keep that stash. Nico says, "Sean, the tribe has vote. The tribe has spoken, and he, he always with the quip, you know." Yes, yes, they have. And uh, tells them that he'll be warm. Um, yeah. But now he gets to go party with Marisha. Yeah, that so would that'll be, be fun. fun. Just the two of them. I wish we had access to what that party was like. Kind of crazy that after all this time, that's something that Survivor hasn't really dug into of like, catch up with the people, the jury at Ponderosa or like, here's, you know, a live cam of them back at camp or something like that. I think some of them do. Like, I know that the U S one does like a series of Ponderosa for each season. Do they? I think so. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and then Sean, he, he says it's the greatest game on earth and that he wouldn't change a bloody thing. So I, I do appreciate that. It's like, well, you know, I, I made the decisions I made and maybe I could have gone a different route, but I'm happy and it's amazing. I get to be a part of the jury and I get to come back to tribal. So left with some gusto, left with good gusto, good, positive attitude, dignified and poised, just like Marisha. I am a little worried with how much um, Nicole interacts with Marisha, though. She does a big wave really? the, when they first got to tribal and then she waved on her way out. I'm worried that that could like interacting with jury too much might become an issue for Nicole. 
Yeah, so, I mean, that's an interesting thought that maybe Nicole is putting a target on her back. We've talked extensively that Kieran has a target on his back. Mm -hmm. I don't know about Santoni going forward. I mean, I I think she's, it's like clearly some people are trying to woo her over, see her as like a potential flipper. So Mm -hmm. that puts her in a good position. Sean did a lot of work of like turning Kieran against Santoni this episode. And maybe he did some damage to her game. Do you have a clear forerunner at this point? Do you have someone that you think is going to take it all? Or are you still hedging your bets? I mean, I was hoping it was Marisha. Um, She's not on. No, I think I'm going to go Unless with something crazy happens. One of my double A crew. It's either going to be a Nela or an uh, Anisu. Oh, the double A crew. The battery team. Yep. I wish we had a... Maybe make it a triple A and throw Amy in there. I was just about to say, I wish we had a third A to make it a triple A. There you go. They just keep going and going. Either going to be Amy, Anela, or Anisu. But see, now I want a picture. I want a t-shirt of Anela dressed up as the Energizer Bunny. And it just says, he just keeps on smashing and smashing. Okay. That's a t-shirt. You should just be his like brand PR manager. Anela, hire me. <laughs> I'll think of a million t-shirt ideas. Mostly just kind of like, you know, you as Popeye. Eating two cans of spinach that just say smash niche on it. <laughs> smash niche? You know, you can find spinach and smash together. Smash niche. Okay. It sounds maybe like something else, but. But what would be coming out of the smash niche cans? Just green goop like normal? Yeah. Back to the drawing board. I think so. Yes. Uh, so goodbye, Sean. We will miss you. Yeah. And goodbye this week's survivor south africa goodbye number nine number nine we're down to ten and then there were ten and then there were ten we're halfway to the spice girl game can't wait um that's another that'll wrap up one more week's coverage yeah check us out on instagram and facebook and twitter on twitter at int survivor cast uh follow review subscribe Tweet at us. Yeah. Come to our bachelor party if you're feeling adventurous. I think we talked about that before the last recording. Yeah, I think that was like at the very top of the pod. I think so. That makes sense. Yeah, you put out the the beacon. Yeah. Woo. 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 All right. Well, with that, have a wonderful evening, a great weekend, and a beautiful week, Survivor fans. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.